So we are back with another Common Mistakes episode. And today we're going through abs, six-pack, midsection, core, midriff, whatever you want to call it. But essentially the idea that most of us want to have a lean and defined midsection, yet a lot of us don't have that lean and defined midsection. So what I want to do is rule out any of the mistakes that you might be making in today's episode and go through five of the most common that I see. And number one, and debatably the most important one, is that you're simply not lean enough yet. And I say yet because it is going to be a choice of whether you want to get lean enough in order to reveal your abs. So we've got to think about the this from a anatomical perspective. In order to reveal our abs, which are simply just muscles beneath the surface of our skin and our body fat, in order to see these muscles around our midsection, we need to make sure that our body fat is minimal enough. And usually it takes a little bit more than we potentially anticipated. We have to get them to quite low levels. This will vary from person to person. Some people are very genetically gifted and they'll either have very thick abs and or they'll carry very little body fat around their midsection. And these people are very fortunate. You know, don't get me wrong, a lot of them would have done some work as well. But we all have our genetic gifts and some people's are a very, very lean midsection. And those are the people you probably don't want to be listening to quite as much as you don't want to ask the person who is genetically blessed how they achieve that because if they had a bit of an advantage, what you want to do is ask the person who wasn't genetically blessed because if they've probably done the work in order to learn how to do it. Quite simply, most of us aren't lean enough. And if you can't see your abs in the mirror, that's probably down to it. And you might be lean in other areas. You might have the most lean arms and legs and shoulders and chest. And that might just come down to genetics. You might be genetically predisposed to holding more body fat around your midsection, just like some people are genetically predisposed not to. Although I wouldn't let that hold you back. I mean, you've got to make a choice, right? If you're at the point in which you're considering abs, you're probably already very lean, which probably suggests that you've done a lot of work to get there. You have to make a choice in that moment. Do I push further, knowing that also the other areas of my body are going to get leaner, hence people saying my face feels too gaunt, but my stomach is still, you know, an issue. We can't pick where our body fat goes from. So we've got to make that choice. Do we go further and try and get a little bit leaner or do we simply just be happy with the skin that we're in. And it's a choice that we all have to make. And there is another element of development of abs as well. I don't see this nearly as much. However, there will be some people who just don't have thick ab muscles and they might have to do a little bit more work in that area but it's not going to be within the case of that 6, 12, 18 week diet. It's probably going to take years to build up those abs to a place in which they're a little bit more developed because they're just like any other muscle group. If you want to grow your arms it takes years to do. If you want to grow your shoulders it takes years to do but in the process of growing them they're still going to get better and better but it's not going to happen overnight which leads me on to number two. You're either doing too much or too little ab work. There's two camps of people. There's the people who do dedicate it's 60 minute ab workouts, which I think is overkill to be completely honest. I think 60 minute workouts on any singular muscle group is probably just simply too much. It doesn't matter whether it's your legs, arms, or uh, to be more specific, your quads, your hamstrings, your glutes. If you're separating things into that individual minutia, it's probably not that beneficial. Or there's the other people who say, all my other movements contribute towards my abs, my deadlifts, my squats, etc. And they're not necessarily wrong. However, if you want them to be one of your stronger points, you're going to have to hit them from different angles and do different exercises, specifically targeting your midsection. You've got the external obliques, the internal obliques, the rectus abdominis, the transverse abdominis. You've got many different areas and functions of your midsection and your trunk in which you can move and utilize in different ways to develop it in different ways. And therefore, it probably just won't be enough if you are so 
solely relying on your squats and your deadlifts, especially if you want a really well-developed midsection. So to summarize, I would probably do anywhere from two to four exercises per week, maybe a little bit more if you want to, but I think that that would probably be sufficient. And then try doing different angles, different types of movements, and I think that will really benefit you. And on that note, number three is that you may and probably are doing ab exercises incorrectly. So if I look around and I see people doing crunches, they're using an immense amount of momentum to get themselves up. Whereas when we actually look at the primary muscle involved, which is the rectus abdominis and where that originates, which is basically where it starts and then where it inserts on our body. And if you look at the distance between that, that's probably a good 20, 25 centimeters at most. And what you want to think about is you're essentially looking to bring these two together in order to contract them. That is very small. I wish I had a visual example to show you, but the crunch should be a very minimal movement if we're just using primarily the rectus abdominis, which most of us are focusing on. Anything outside that kind of little bit of a crunch that we'd be doing is momentum, is inertia, is other muscle groups getting involved, which isn't helping the abs whatsoever. And then when you see people doing leg raises, for example, they're almost always using the hip flexors and not the abs. They're just throwing their body up there, using plenty of momentum. And another aspect we neglect is tempo, especially within the eccentric phase. Abs respond really well to eccentric-based training. So if you can slow down the eccentric portion of the movement, you're going to get so much more out of your ab training. So slow it down, look for technical execution above anything else. And on to the next, you're not training your abs with enough intensity or resistance. So once we've nailed the technical aspects, we've got our tempo in place, we want to be making sure that we're working our abs hard. We actually don't want to just do sit-ups for the rest of our lives. We don't want to just do mountain climbers for the rest of our life. Our abs are muscle groups. They need resistance in order to grow. Just like you wouldn't expect your legs to grow just by doing bodyweight squats all the time, you can't expect your abs to grow just by doing bodyweight crunches all the time. Yes, you can get some development, but you're going to be much better off by loading up, challenging them in new positions, and then making sure you're approaching them with the same intensity that you would do your chest workouts, your arm workouts, your whatever workouts, just approaching it with the same intensity that you would for any other muscle group. Number five is that you're not being patient enough. And I heard a quote recently that I love is that be patient with the result, but impatient with your actions. So this isn't me saying, you know, you just have to wait for your abs to come and it's going to take some time and you can't really do much about it. You totally can, but you have to be patient in order to get your body fat to a level which is low enough to reveal those abs. And you also have to work your abs hard enough so you've got enough muscle to present when that time comes. And a lot of people will give up because of they didn't get it in six weeks, didn't get it in 12 weeks or six months or a year. But the reality is it might take some time. And I think I mentioned in my recent episode on what to do if you're skinny fat is that it took me about five years of being in the gym and training until I had a six pack quote unquote for the first time. But I wasn't disappointed during that time. I was just working towards getting better and better. And if you can approach your ab training and your midsection with that type of mentality too, then eventually you'll get to where you want to be. But just don't expect it to come soon unless you are genetically gifted. And I certainly wasn't in this area. And I would say that I still have a tough time with getting my abs to come out as much as I would like them to. However, it's a journey. It's a process. And as long as you are making sure that you're avoiding all the things I mentioned and hopefully going in the direction of some of the suggestions I gave to improve them and give it enough time, you will eventually get to where you want to be within your midsection and your abs. So that is everything from me today, team. I hope that helped. Take care and I'll speak with you all tomorrow. And that was the Simply Fit Podcast. I hope you gained a huge amount of value from today's episode. 
and feel inspired to improve your health and well-being. Be sure to search for Simply Fit in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify, or anywhere else you get your podcasts from. And go ahead and subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. Also, if you like the episode, please don't forget to give it a five-star rating. I'd love to hear your feedback or any questions you have. So reach out to me on social media. You'll find me on Facebook and Instagram at Elliot Hassoun. Thank you so much for listening. And I look forward to talking with you all on the next one.